Hi everyone, welcome back to the Grow Your Own Way podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Tessa. And today's episode is all about breakups. And not your normal breakup, but your friendship breakup. Because sometimes you need to break up with your best friend. Well, not your best friend, but just a friend. And these are some reasons and some ways to kind of help you deal with that. Because I feel like we've all gone through a friend breakup. Have you gone through a friend breakup? Oh, 100%. Friend breakups are arguably more bad than a relationship breakup. I remember you saying it was your Roman Empire at one point. Yeah, I I could probably argue that for sure. Like, there's like very few things that I will sit and still think about and like very few people that like have not like are no longer in my life that I'll be like, oh, yeah, like I think about them from time to time. Very, very, very few people. I can count on one hand. And like one of them is one of my friendship breakups. And I'm like, yeah, like that sucks. We would never be friends again. There's just no way. But well, we both definitely experienced that. So we're here to share some tips and some tricks and some reasons why you should probably break up with your friend. But first, we have some updates. Tessa and I went out to Top Golf this week, which was really fun. On Tuesdays, we do half-priced tickets, so that was really fun. Um, played some games, ate some food that hurt my stomach. What is new? The drinks were good. Drinks were pretty good. It was safe options that we picked, obviously. Um, we waited like a really long time for the food. And he pulled out an applesauce back of, out of my bag. And Tessa was like, okay, guys, shut up. She's diabetic. I'm not, but. And yeah, everyone there was like, wait, I didn't know Lily was diabetic. And I was literally gaslighting. I was like, are you serious? You didn't know she was diabetic? I was like, how did you just not know that? And they were like, I, I didn't know. And I was like, your guys, like, she's diabetic. Like, she has to have food on her at all times because I'm one of those people like you know when you go to an amusement park and they're like no outside food or drink well growing up with a diabetic and having other family members and myself be hypoglycemic it's like oh you carry like food around with you like my grandma it was always the peanut butter or not the peanut butter the peanut M&Ms so when her sugar dropped she just like pop four of them and then her blood sugar would raise so she didn't like pass out and so Whenever people gave her, like, issues and, like, you're bringing outside food or drink, she'd be like, I'm literally diabetic. Fuck you. And I, forever, if they're, like, no outside food or drink, I'll be like, I'm diabetic. Fuck you. Like, so um, definitely use that on Tuesday. So, yeah, if you guys ever need to sneak food in, you're diabetic and fuck you for asking and making me explain. We are not medical professionals. Please don't come for us. No, not at all. But you can, you can, it's okay. White lies like that are okay. Okay. I didn't lie. Tessa did, but it's fine. I was just enjoying my applesauce. My food was taking too long. I was, I was like, if they were going to say something and like be rude about it, I was literally about to go off and be like, she's literally diabetic and you're taking too long. Grow up. <laughs> Anyways. came out cold. Stop it. <laughs> oh, okay. I started classes this week, or past week, and um, side note, sorry me and Lily have not put an episode out on time this past week. Literally, school started. That is our excuse. And then we went to Top Golf. And then what happened Monday? Monday, Andrew took me out to sushi, and I was like, so sorry. And then Sunday and Saturday, we were just both busy, and we just, we're busy, okay? Anyways, so... School started, that was a lot. And then I was taking classes for my current job and I dropped them. Um, And I have new classes now. I'm taking a intro to podcasting, which is basically just journalism, but storytelling. Um, And then I'm also taking a social media marketing class as well as a Photoshop slash intro into video editing I've taken, like, three classes where I've had to have Photoshop, like, you know, taught to me, but 
the intro into video editing is what like caught my eye. So I was like, cool, all the Photoshop assignments will be easy. The video editing stuff will be new to me. Like this is nice. So I'm very excited for those. And with that being said, why did I drop out of these classes that I was doing for like my current job? Well, I had been searching for a new job for a couple of months now. And due to personal reasons and just phobias and my mental health and getting sick all the time, I am resigning from my teaching position at my current job. And it's bittersweet because like I love, love, love these kids. I love the staff. I love my coworkers. Like I've bonded with a lot of them like so much. But the toll of being sick for three months straight like took on my body, the hospital bills, like literally everything. I was just like, this isn't good for me at all. So um, with that being said, I'm starting a new job in a couple weeks and I'm very excited and I can't wait to share all of that with you. But for now, I will leave you wondering as to what that is. But on a new journey this year. So Lily's not very happy. I'm not going to be her coworker anymore. Even though we're coworkers, I barely talk to you. I'm going to be able to talk to you and see you more now that we're not coworkers. I feel like when you got the job, you thought we were going to be like so close knit. And I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. No, I didn't think that because I, I understand like what the, our job is. Like, I get what our job is. Mm -hmm. But because we are working closer together, I was like, oh, like, we see each other all the time. Like, there's going to be more opportunities for us to talk. But just with the dynamic that's in our school specifically, it's really difficult for Tessa's and my, like, free time, quote unquote, which no, no time is free time when you work in a school. But when we have a little bit of like leisure time with like our kids like very rarely does it line up like very rarely are we both like outside with the kids at the same time or like in the same classroom it's only until recently that tessa and i started having like the same hours more recently and so now like we have like more one-on-one time together but it's primarily spent like doing other things and like other tasks anyway so like we don't get to sit and chat like at all, which is fine. Like we're there to do a job, but now we're going to be able to like see each other and talk more, which is nice because life was kind of good when, um, you know, we didn't before we had these jobs so we could hang out and do whatever we wanted on like a random Tuesday. Well, I'm going to be free on Tuesdays now. Yeah. (laughs) My weekends, though, they are fully booked. Anyways, so that's my update. I'm very excited. Um, I'm just, if this new job has taken a weight off of my shoulders, is it an easy job? No. But it has taken a job, like just a job. It's taken the weight off my shoulders, and I just feel so much more relieved with how I'm going to continue forward in my career path, so... Anyways, I guess let's get into our topic. Um, I want to start with reasons to break up with your friend. My first one is you guys no longer hold the same values. So this is pretty self-explanatory. What just happened? Why are you doing that? I got wine on my sweater. Oh, dude, not red wine. Maybe no more wine for you tonight. Wait, I had to make sure I didn't go through my shirt. I'm wearing my Maddie Stitches shirt. Oh, no, we're good. Okay. 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 Anyways, you no longer hold the same values. And I don't think I've ever broken up with a friend for like not holding the same values as me. I'm pretty open when it comes to like friendships and stuff like that. Like I definitely have a lot of friends that don't think the same politically wise as me or like, um, I don't know, like, just controversial topics. Like, if it's something, like, completely horrible and it's, like, they're horrible people, like, that's not holding the same values. You know what I mean? Um, But I don't think I've ever broken up with a friend for that reason. 
I think like you need to have a lot of things in common, but like mm, I feel like most of my friends have the same like outlook on life and like political views as me and like there's no need to like discuss it because everybody feels the same way um I think like the biggest difference like I have with my friends which is also like a reason that people um break up with their friendships is it's just like differing of like religious views like a lot of my friends have differing views than I do and like that's fine like feel how you want to feel um but that is a very big thing for a lot of people that like they can't have friendships that are like differing and like when it comes to my friendships, I think there's like a certain level that like I can like be okay with certain things not aligning because everybody's respectful of how everybody feels. Other types of relationships, a little bit more difficult. That's kind of hard to do. Very hard actually. But um in friendship it's it's not bad as long as everybody is like respectful i think you can have like friends with like differing views and like different areas like it's fine you don't need to break up with them but if something that like they are making you feel like disrespected about then like yeah like it's time to go okay next is like they don't respect your situation time or like your efforts um i don't think i've ever had to break up with a friend because of this either i feel like a lot of my friends are really understanding and like just get it you know um like I've never had someone full-on like be like I can't be friends with you anymore um even like I can think of some times where like they could have been like when I left my Dutch bros job people could have cut me off but like they chose to stay in contact with me and like stay posting me and stay hanging out with me even though like it 100% affects the way that their upper managers look at them so that's another one can you relate to that one at all yeah I can 100% agree I've been on actually both ends of this like I've been had like a friendship breakup because of it that was like my doing and then like I've had somebody like end a friendship with me because of this I had a friend that stopped being my friend because I was not willing to take sides when her relationship ended. And for backstory, I was friends with both people way before they started dating. And I made a point to state that I am not going to get caught in the middle of it just because you guys are dating. And if something happens, which I hope does not, I'm not picking sides. And her... And some of her friends that I was also friends with, they were not happy that I did not take her side in this situation when I just remained very neutral. Because I feel like they both had things to say and I just tried to stay out of it. But they were both coming to me with all the problems. And I was like the mediator for the both of them. Like I was their like relationship therapist. But they didn't know that I was getting like I was helping the other person out with this. So that caused a lot of issues. She was not happy. Her and her friends definitely told me how unhappy they were multiple times. And I have not been friends with her since. And that's fine. I mean, that was like a friendship that I held very near and dear in my heart. Obviously, was not reciprocated. And that's fine. But I just don't think you should ever make somebody feel like they are being put in the middle. Like, I was very supportive of like what she was going through very there for her everything and you know to then end a friendship just because somebody doesn't want to just cut off a friend that they've already had that didn't do anything wrong even to the other person is kind of bad if the guy that she was dating had like cheated on her or was just like really unkind I, I probably wouldn't want to be friends with him because I don't want to associate myself with people like that. But he, like, he didn't. And I heard both sides of it and neither one of them said that either one of them did that. So, I don't know. I, I just, I, I rest my case. Tessa knows all about this. This is a hot topic. I know yeah. all about this. All, all, all about this. Okay, next is they've stopped listening or, like, kind of being empathetic to you. And I have 
had to like pull away from someone for this. When the relationship becomes very one-sided, it is so frustrating. Like I became friends with this girl and it was over social media and it just came to the point where the relationship was just so one-sided because she was boy fucking crazy. Like very boy crazy. And it was like, oh, like, can you tell him to do this? Can you tell him to do that? I love being a wing woman, 100%. I am so secure in my relationship. Like, I just, I'm not here to impress anyone anymore. Like, if you say a guy is cute and you're too scared to walk up to him, I will. Be like, hey, can my friend get your number? She's shy. But, like, I'm not scared to ask you. Like, give me your number. I'll give it to her. Like, I don't care. I have no one to impress. I have a man at home. We're good. So when this girl was to the point where it's like, can you tell him to buy me flowers? Can you tell him to do these things for me? Can you tell him to ask me out? And I'd have these conversations with this guy. He'd be like, I am not interested in her like that. And I'm like, well, you got to tell her. You got to let her down easy. I'm not going to go fucking break her heart. That's your job. I'm not going to do that. Like, I'm the wing woman. You could tell her you're not interested. Like, that's your responsibility. And um, it just got to the point where, like, he just denied, 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 did not want to tell her. And it just spiraled from there. And the relationship became very one-sided. There was lots of lies. There was lots of uh, just I wish I could speak more on, but I feel like this person listens to this podcast and I would not... Like, everyone knows that this person just would slash your tires. A hundred percent. This person knows where my parents live. So if I were to visit my parents and say, like, watch their cats for, like, an hour, I guarantee she'd be able to slash my tires at some point in that hour. A hundred percent. So I have had to not break up, but just literally remove myself from this friendship, um, unfortunately. And it just sucks. I, it really sucks because these are the type of people, if you tell them, like, you don't want to be friends anymore, like, they'd literally spit on you and say you're the worst person ever and just no bueno. So, no thanks. I don't need that in my life right now. I don't need that drama. I'm noticing that the majority of friendships that I have had ended are because of boys. And it's not me ending them. It's the other person ending them. Similarly, like in this situation, like people that are boy crazy, you can't be friends with them. It is so hard because that is all they care about. They will sell you out over a boy any day. Like you do not come first. Like it's, it's bad. And I've been burned one too many times by girls like that. And it sucks. And like, Similarly, like with Tessa, like I have, I had a friend that was super boy crazy. So it was a lot of other people, but I had a friend that was really boy crazy. And it was to the point that like, once she hit this point with the guy she was with, she didn't want to be my friend anymore. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, that's cool. And there was no conversation. There was like nothing happening. It was like, all she wanted was just to be, like, on good terms so she would have somebody around the moment she hit, like, a certain point with her man. Then she was like, oh, well, now I'm now I'm good. Like, I don't need to have, like, these female friendships. I'm like, that's just so weird to me. Like, if I have good people around me, like, I want them around me. I don't just care about boys. Like, you, you should want to have female friendships. Like, they're so enriching. And to just, like, sell your friends out for boys is just so silly to me. Like, you're willing to throw a relationship away for a boy. And again, like, I get, you know, this is, like, your person. This is your soulmate, whatever you believe in. But, like, I don't know. I just don't think I could just throw one of my girl friendships away just because I really wanted a boy's attention. That, to me, is just silly. Or because they are friends with somebody and they were already friends before like I couldn't end a, I could not end a friendship with somebody just because like 
they talked to somebody that like they liked like that's just weird that's that's really odd to me and I just don't get stuff like that so I I get it I think we've all been there yeah that's a rough one (laughs) um another one is like if you can't trust them that's a big one I feel like gosh I don't know some of these aren't like they're like eh, kind of I can relate and then other ones are like oh I can definitely relate um there has been I wasn't really like I wouldn't say we were friends 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 we we're like acquaintances and I think my example would be I was in high school and I was dating this guy and this is probably a week into us dating after like a month of us talking and like being like okay and I actually went over to this girl's house because we were going to cheer practice or not cheer practice, cheer camp. And Lily was there and this was like our friend group. And I was the youngest in the friend group because I was a year below them. And we were all just going to carpool to camp together. This is my junior year. And my then boyfriend at the time wanted to stop by and like see me. He actually dropped me off to her house. And this was you know, not unusual because, like, he was also in, like, another friend group that I had with, like, my cousin and stuff. So, like, this wasn't out of the normal. And, like, he just dropped me off. And he came inside, hung out for a little bit. And then someone else did as well. And they hung out for a little bit. And then other person left. And then it was time for my said boyfriend to leave at the time. And he gets up to start leaving and I go, oh my gosh, I left something in your car. Like, let me go get it. Because at this point, no one knew we were dating because I was fresh out of a relationship and I just didn't want that getting around. Like, I just hopped into a new relationship. And this girl stands up and is like, oh, well, I need to talk to him real quick. I can just grab it for you. What is it? There was nothing in the car that I needed to grab. I literally just wanted to, like, say goodbye because I wasn't going to see him for, like, four days. And... I go, oh, I left, like, my AirPod chargers in there. Like, can you just grab it? Like, I think it's in the passenger seat. Like, literally pulling something out of my ass. Like, there, nothing was in there. And they go outside, and they are out there for, I kid you not, a fucking hour. Maybe two. The longest time. And I'm sitting there with this secret. And Lily's next to me. She doesn't know this yet. Because her and this girl were closer at the time. Just due to, like, the circumstances and, like, they were on the cheer team together for like an extra year and like that was my first year on that cheer team and they're in the same grade like it was just they were closer at the time and this was driving me insane I turned to Lily and I go I need to tell you something no one knows this yet me and him are dating and they're outside talking about god knows what and I have so much anxiety right now I'm texting him he's not responding I don't want to look at the window and make it obvious like what are they doing And you were just like, what the actual? And I remember you just sitting there like trying to be like, I doubt anything's going on. Like, it's fine. Like, just trying to like make me feel better. But like now that I look back on it, I don't know what happened in that car. And supposedly, allegedly, she was confessing his love for him in this car for two hours and this was the beginning of the end of my relationship which was literally only a month in because for the entirety of the rest of this relationship he was mentally fucking cheating on me with this girl a hundred percent because we broke up right before prom and it was his senior year prom and I was like cool let me take someone else and then this girl showed me text messages between them And she was like, you need to pick one. It's either me or her, me or her. And it's like, first of all, why was she texting him? And why was he texting her? Like, I was so dumb in high school. So yeah, I can't fucking trust this bitch. And I never will again. And I'm so sorry. But like, it just drives me insane that like, I let myself go through that for almost three years with someone. Um, Anyways, Andrew will be my longest relationship on Valentine's Day. Because I broke up with this little fucking bitch boy on Valentine's Day. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyways, 
what's so funny is whenever I sit and I think about that situation, I'm like, we were for sure talking about this because I, I was like, you guys are dating. Like, I had no idea. And of course, I mean, this girl did not share how she felt with anybody. And then out, out of out of nowhere, if anybody ever said like, hey, I'm interested in so-and-so, she'd be like, well, they like me. So, and it's like, sorry. <laughs> like, Yeah, what? she just was not a good person. But that was what happened with you guys was mm-hmm. when I started dating and then I don't know where she's like, but I, but he likes me. And we were like, what? You had your chance years ago. Like, they had been on and off talking since, like, what, sixth grade or seventh grade is what they they said. And I'm, I'm like, okay, but neither of you had the balls to say anything or, like, do anything about it. So, like, sorry. I think talking is quite a reach. Oh, me too. I think, like, every so often a flirty message. But even then, it's, like, nothing serious. All the while, she was dating somebody else. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this is, like, really bad. Well, it's true. But also, like, it's just funny because I went on later in life to date another one of her exes. And this person prided themselves on, like, being a saint and, like, not doing anything with guys. And then I got with my ex and he was like, oh, no, she should have gave me head all the time. Like, she was having oral sex with me when she claimed she had never done anything like that. This guy's um, the worst, too. No, literally a piece of shit. I literally hate him. Like, anyways. um, This has to be an explicit episode. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. I just have to mark it with an E. Um, But anyways, it's just like... And at camp, when I finally confessed to her, I was dating this man. Tessa was crying. She slut-shamed me. Yeah. She called me a whore. She said I ruined him and that he needed a good Christian girl. And at the time, I was taking this man to fucking church. So, like, I don't want to fucking hear it. Oh, this is so good. Yeah. But anyways, I just want to say, look who's married now. Her. And look who's single still. That ex. So clearly you weren't fucking meant to be. So I don't want to fucking hear it. Yeah. That's a sticky one. It is sticky. It's sticky and icky. I had this friend that I was friends with for a while. And I was... We were relatively close. Like, we were good friends. I wouldn't say that this was, like, one of my best friends. But we were, like, close friends. And... She was one of those people that I just had to be really cautious about what I said around her. I don't like having friends where I can't tell them things or I feel like I have to like tiptoe when I say stuff to them because it's going to get to other people. And I don't sit and talk poorly about people. I'm not saying anything bad. It was just simply me saying like, hey, I'm going through this or like, hey, this happened. And people are just like, very eager to hear when something's not going well or they want to know when things are going well like just to be nosy and I don't really care to have my business spread like that because I'm a very private person so like I don't like having anything that I'm going through being spread unless I'm spreading it myself and so I couldn't really say anything around this person and I knew that very early on and then so as time went on and I like we like took a little pause on a friendship, just life and whatnot, and just like circumstances. And then we like re became friends. And like, I thought at first I was like, okay, some time has passed. Like, I think maybe they've matured. Like, this is good. We can be friends again. Like, this is cool. No, <laughs> no. And it was not good. And I just like, I kept feeling just like really drained about this friendship because like I couldn't say anything to this person I could not say anything to them because every time I said something somehow somehow a certain someone would always find out my business and I just thought like why 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 are they always finding out my business and a lot of times what was getting back to this other person was not at all what I said but they believed what my friend at the time was saying. And I thought, oh, that's so weird. Like, I would never say something like that. But it sounded close enough to something that I would say. 
it was just twisted to sound really negative. And I was like, nope, I can't do that. That's just not cool with me. All the while, said person is speaking in the way that they're proclaiming I am to me all the time. And it's okay for them to do it. But when it's spun around the block and telephoned down to this other person and I'm the one getting proclaimed to be starting things, it's it's not okay, which I wasn't. I wasn't doing that to begin with. And I just got to this point where I was like, I cannot be friends with this person. All they do is start drama. All they do is make me feel bad. I've been nothing but a good friend to this person and been there for them. And they are literally selling me out over boys. I can't do it. I cannot do it. And again, can't be friends with boy crazy girls. This is why these girls do not have close girlfriends. It is because of stuff like this. And I've never been a boy crazy girl. I genuinely have not. Yes, at one point was I the type of person that like had guy friends, like more guy friends than girlfriends? Yes. But that was also because I went to a small school and girls can be mean. And I had an older brother. So like that's mostly what I've known is growing up with boys. So I understand that dynamic. Girls are mean. Okay. So that was hard. But it's like, I've never been one of those self-proclaimed girls where it's like, yeah, I just have more guy friends. because like, they're like less drama. No, no, you don't have girlfriends because of what you're doing. And this is why. And I just cannot be friends with people like this. This person, like, will talk to me every once in a while. And I just, like, this is one of the, like, and I don't have the heart to tell people, like, oh, we're not friends anymore. I just can't do that. I just, I just can't. But it's just one of those things where I'm like, I just can't do it. Like, this is more taxing to me and my mental health and, like, I can deal with, like, I'm not going to have to sit and, like, watch everything that I say to you just because I think somehow it's going to get back to certain people that I really don't want to know anything about my life. If I wanted these people to know, I would have gone and told them, but I haven't. Therefore, I don't want them to know, and they shouldn't know. Also, why are you coming and telling me what they're saying? I don't want to hear it. If I wanted to know, I would ask them, but I don't. (laughs) And that, I rest my case. It's getting hot in here. <laughs> oh gosh, that was that was that was a fun one too. That was a fun little t- bullet topic. It's Our funny next... because both Tessa and I were around for both these situations. <laughs> yes, like firsthand in both these situations. Like not just like yeah. oh, a friend of yours. Like no, we both experienced this. So like we mm-hmm. get it together. Yes. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Okay. Our next one is when they disregard your boundaries. I have had kind of circling back someone like this where they just don't understand that, like, you just don't want to hang out with them. And you're just like, it's hard because these are the people, like, if you say, like, I just don't want to fucking hang out with you, they'd literally go insane and they'd fucking probably kill me. And be like, put me six feet deep and then like put my family in like loads of debt through like tax fraud or something like just that level of crazy. Like they just don't understand like, hey, I need space sometimes. Like they just they don't get it through their thick little skulls. Um, So, yeah, I'm definitely related to this one. I'm very much like the type of friend that always makes time for people, which is the thing because like not everybody does that in exchange my close friends do a thousand percent every single time but not everybody is like that and I can't I can't be around people that it's okay for them to do it but it's not okay if I'm like hey I actually can't like I get being disappointed I understand if you're looking forward to something Like, I don't cancel on my friends, and it does not matter, like, how close we are. I don't cancel on people. Unless I'm, like, on my deathbed, which does not really happen, but unless I'm, like, going through something, I don't cancel on people. And, like, when people cancel on me, it can upset me at times because I'm like, okay, I would never do that to you. Like, that's a little, that's a little silly. But I'm, every single time, I'm off the bat, very understanding. And, like, I'm like, 
stop it. I'm like, that's fine. Like, I get it. Like, if you need anything, let me know. And I'm just like, let it be. But if you don't get when I need time to myself and you can't understand that, like, I need, like, time where I'm not seeing you and time where, like, I'm not speaking to you, I don't think we can, like, continue a friendship because I, I actually just got called out for this the other day. Um, I, like, I'm somebody that proclaims, like, oh, yeah, I'm, like, pretty extroverted, but I don't think people understand that, like, I'm a very, like, reserved extrovert. Like, I observe a lot and I recharge alone, but I'm very outgoing. I think I view like being extrovert and outgoing as different things. Like I'm an introverted outgoing person because I recharge alone, but I'm very outgoing in social circumstances. And so it's like, for me, I sometimes need space to just reset and recharge. And sometimes people aren't very happy with that. And you know what? At the end of the day, that's something I'm okay with. I'm okay with somebody being upset with me about that because I need to be in bed at like eight eight thirty. I need to be sitting in bed with a cup of tea or my sleep time mocktail and reading a book, cuddled up with my dog. And if I'm not, I'm not having a good night's rest and I'm not gonna feel good in the morning. So that's that. Name one. When they take and they never give back. Um, I know you definitely know people like this. Like, literally, your face just said it all. Um, I've never had friends that were, like, leeches, like, extremely. I never had any friends that were, like, necessarily leeches. Um, but I have had, like, situations where, like, people just don't, like, pay me back, like, quick enough. And I'm kind of like, okay, like, I'm never lending you money ever again, you know? Or, like, all that kind of stuff. And that's really frustrating. So, like, it's, like, it's not always taking and never giving back. Or it's just, like, the delayed giving back. Or it's the fact that it's, like, you have to continuously ask them, like, hey, do you have that $40? Like, do you have that $40? Like, I don't like doing that. That's weird. But, like, hey, I really need that $40. Like, can you please give it to me? Like, I need it. Yeah, that bothers me. That bothers me a lot. I think it's funny because when you're close to people, this is like um a, a very big thing that like I'm sorry, that's my chair. That's like a really big thing that you see <laughs> when you're on like TikTok and Twitter and it's like oh girl math like girlfriend math is just sending each other the same like fifteen dollars on rotation on Venmo. And it's very true because like Tessa and I will go out, she'll Venmo me for something one day and the next day I'm venomizing her for something else and it's like we might as well have just never paid each other like we definitely should have things lined up to where like you buy one time I buy the next time just because of that like we're always doing something together nine times out of ten like if we're out we're out together if not like Andrew is with us but like we're always together so it's like we might as well have that but like we don't so it's like I've never felt any type of way about like my friends like not getting back to me I'm like eh, whatever like it's fine like it doesn't matter I've had friends ask me for money and I've given them it I would never feel comfortable to ask people for money um that's a pride issue and so I applaud people that are able to ask for help I can't and I just refuse but I think it's like very admirable of my friends who can do that when like something is going on like they need help I'm like oh I'm there 100% like whatever you need I'm doing it and so I don't ever worry about not getting things back I had like one situation where like I was giving rides to someone and at one point I was like hey I'm kind of going through like a tank of gas a week this is really bad because we're in high school I work a minimum wage part-time job. I don't make any money and I pay all my bills. I would never ask for gas money, but if you could maybe chip in like five bucks, that'd be really cool and I'd really appreciate it. And the person was like, oh, like what if I gave you like 20? I was like, whatever you're comfortable with. Five is fine with me. 
whatever you're comfortable with. Then they're like, okay, so 20. I'll get it to you tomorrow. Never heard from this person again. And instead, this person, like, the whole remainder of this year went and deliberately, like, made me fall. Did you, do you remember this, Tessa? Like, in, during one of our performances, like, I fell in one of my stunts. Like, I I pulled it off, but they tried to make me fall and, like, not do it good. I think I know, but I guess I don't know. So, yeah, this is your sign. If people want to mooch, people are going to mooch. You either allow them to or you say, hey, this isn't really cool. I feel like I'm kind of getting taken advantage of here. You stand your ground and you don't look back. Because as soon as I said something about, hey, this doesn't really feel like an equal situation here. Um, can I like maybe get like five dollars? Like that was it, that's all I asked. And next thing I know, this person is going back to getting rides from the person that they were getting rides from before they started asking me. Doing the exact same thing to them. And then down the road, proclaimed that like I shorted them on money for something. Yeah, ridiculous, ridiculous. I feel like this one's more relationship, like boyfriend-girlfriend. But if you feel manipulated and like gaslit in conversations, I personally have never experienced this with friends, but I would not put up with that shit. Not at all. I have. I've, I've experienced all of these. I'm too much of a people pleaser. I used to be, but... Um, this was, like, one of my, like, like, not a long-term friend, but we were just friends for, like, a couple of years in, like, our, um, like, early high school and stuff, and when her and I were friends, like, she very much, like, called the shots in our friendship, which was, like, fine. I didn't really notice it too, too much because I was a big people pleaser at the time, um, but I got to the point where, like, if we ever had an argument, it was always because, like, I proclaim like she allegedly I allegedly did something you know and it got to the point where I would apologize for everything I have such a bad habit of apologizing for everything to everyone when I didn't even do anything wrong and I was constantly apologizing and I got to this point where like I just stopped apologizing to her I was like hey I, I didn't do anything wrong like I'm sitting here searching high and low trying to figure out like where I went wrong and I didn't do anything like I'm so sorry that I hurt your feelings. My verbiage is key there. I'm so sorry that what I said or what I did hurt your feelings. I don't know what I did. If you could tell me, I would really appreciate it so I can fix it and we can work this out. Because I don't know what I did, but you treating me this way is really hurtful to me. Gaslit beyond belief afterwards. And we stopped being friends. And I was like, okay. like. Again, can't be friends with people that don't take accountability for their actions. Like, I, everything did not fall on me. It did not fall on me. This is also one of the friends that, like, I had that she used to just, like, take my clothes. And if I was at her house, I'd be like, I didn't give you that. Like, I did not give you that. And the day that we ended our friendship, I was at her house. And I saw my stuff and I was like, you know what? I'm taking my stuff back because I didn't give you any of this. And I took, like, I had, like, a garbage bag of my stuff. And, like, her mom, like, watched me do it. And she watched me do it. And I called my mom and I was like, Mom, guess where I found this? And guess where I found that? And she was like, you're kidding. I was like, I know. I know. So, um, your friendships can be manipulative, too. Um, on a side note, I also had a friend who, um, Tessa knows about this one. This one, when I told Tessa this, this is like more recently that I told her, she, she was in like disbelief. Um, I had a friend that told one of my other friends a lot of like really like nasty things about me that weren't true. Just like trying to like stir the pot and make this person not be my friend. Still very much friends with my friend but not the other girl for obvious reasons. And she went around 
I was telling my friend that like I'm just a terrible person, this, that, and the third, and that she was my spiritual advisor, and that it is because of her that I have such strong beliefs and faiths, and she's like so disappointed. Like I would do something like this because as her spiritual advisor, like as my spiritual advisor, she always looked out for me. I've never given her this self-proclaimed title. I've always had a like a very strong faith system since I was little. I I grew up with like a Christian faith, so like, no, you're not my spiritual advisor at all. This is like one of those things that whenever like somebody like hears about it, they're like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, you're you're telling me. You're you're telling me. That one was really funny when you told me that. I was like, okay, interesting. I don't know. Well, yeah, no, I didn't like that. I I laughed. You know what's funny is like most episodes, Tessa's super unhinged. I feel like this is like your unhinged episode. Yep. Yeah. Yep. As you should. Next, we have... They make fun of you and your accomplishments. This should just be an obvious example. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I feel like I've had pretty good friendships. And, like, I've never really had anyone do this to me. I feel like Lily's just been on the fucking burner. Because it looks like she has something to say. So I'm going to let her have it. Again, this is because I'm a people pleaser. I just would befriend everyone. And, like, not in friendships. But this is actually something that happened, like, in my more recent years. And, again, I've gotten to the point where, like, I don't want to be a people pleaser. And I want to prioritize my own well-being. So I don't put up with this stuff anymore. Um, This person specifically is a little younger than I am. And had said to me, because I was in a whole career. And I stopped said career. Because I wasn't passionate about it anymore. And I didn't find joy in it. And it was a very like passion-filled field. And so I went after a passion I have had alongside it for the same length of time that I'm currently in now. And I'm so much happier than like I ever was. Like very, even very early on. Which proves me that I did the right thing for my own self. I had this person tell me, oh, well, you know, look at you. I don't know why I'm worried about starting over. Because look at you. You can clearly start over at any age. (laughs) I said, excuse me. She was literally my age. And if you know how old I am, I'm turning 23 this year. Lily's turning 25. I was like, be so for real. I, I, I am at the time, currently 24. This was told to me at 24. Oh, well, look at you. At your age, you started over. I was like, um, okay, thank you. Thanks for that. It's, it's more comical than anything, truly. <laughs> I also told Tessa this, and she was like, she said, what? Yeah, no words. We've expressed this enough. Just so bad. Um, Another one is, you're in two different places, whether that's distance or lifestyle. I personally will be having a long-distance friendship soon, and that's going to make me very sad. My friend Cameron is moving to Georgia. She's taking the midnight train. Did you get that reference? Okay, thank God. Um, Because I feel like most people won't, but that's okay. And um, yeah, so like, am I going to stop being friends with her because of that? No, I think it's just circumstantial. Like, if there's a change in lifestyle and distance, and it's just like, you just don't see like, there being a reason for like a friendship anymore, like this makes sense. But I personally think... I personally think distance and lifestyle doesn't really 
make too much of a difference unless it's like very drastic um kind of swinging back to the whole like you know you guys don't hold the same values topic of conversation i have um a few long distance friendships some are like actual long distance like they're on the opposite coast that i am but some are just like medium distance like um i have one i have a couple friends like Taylor, she lives on the East Coast. She's moving back here, though, which we're super grateful for. Then I have, like, Trinity. She's also on the East Coast. She's from the East Coast originally, so, like, makes sense. But she's also planning to come back over on the West Coast, which is really exciting. Then I have, like, friends that they're not, like, you know, the farthest away from me, but they're still, like, a good distance, you know. Like, we got Amelie and other people. I think having friends, like, with distance is good. I think distance is healthy. And I think it's not necessary to, like, end a friendship because of that. I think more times than not, friendships end when there is distance or you move because your friendship didn't have, like, a strong foundation to begin with. So, like, I wouldn't stop being friends with Tessa if she moved and vice versa. Like, we would still be friends. It wouldn't stop. So, like that's not in a question like I have I have plenty of friends that don't live near me or live in completely different states and just like completely different areas like all the ones that I mentioned and like still very strong I talk to all of them almost daily so it's just like it's just one of those things that you just have to have an effort to put into your friendships. And if you didn't want to be friends with them to begin with, like, them moving or starting something new in their life can be your excuse to end it. Like, that's fine. But it, you can make it work. It's really not not as serious as you may think. The last one I have is they compete with you rather than support you. And I've definitely had friends like this or like have known other people that have friends like this. And this is a topic of conversation that actually came up with me like recently. Um, Those like friends that have to like be, I don't even know how to word this. Those friends that like have to be friends with all your other friends, but then also make it known that like, you're her best friend so for example I was at this girl's birthday party recently and her childhood best friend came and visited and like was staying in town for like four days because it's like you know she doesn't live in her hometown anymore and at this party she just like kept coming up to me and because she could tell like all she didn't know anyone else there except for my friend and me because we had met prior and she just like kept talking to me all this stuff and like I was just not having it because I do not like this girl but she would come up to like everybody and introduce herself as like hi I'm so-and-so's best friend hi I'm so-and-so's best friend yeah we've been friend for like 27 years blah 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 yeah we do this 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 and this together like just doesn't understand that like people can have other friends and like this isn't a fucking competition and that shit drives me crazy and I was like okay like I I don't it don't need to be with your best friend 24 7 like chill like I'm not competing for her time because there's gonna be days where she can't fucking stand you and she'd rather hang out with me like oh I just can't um but yeah and this shit just bothers me. I don't have friends like this, thankfully, because I feel like that's a little embarrassing. But, like, oh, my God. Like, one of my friends was going around to, like, all of my friends she had never met, following them all on social media and introducing her as my best friend, longest best friend. No. Goodbye. <laughs> I had this happen. In the sense that, like, this person didn't really want to be my friend unless it, like, was for public. And it was to the point that, like, they would post about me on social media, like, but not in just, like, regular D 
day-to-day stuff. It, like, had to be, like, for an event. So it was like, oh, like, a dance is coming up. Let's take a picture and let's post it together. We have a game coming up. Let's take a picture and post it together. Let We have, like, a first day of school. Let's take a picture together. It's like, why? Nobody even knows that we're friends. Because you don't want to hang out with me when we can hang out. You want me to look like I'm your friend on social media, which is really toxic and really weird to me, and I can't do that. And it would get to the point where whenever people would be around us, and, like, I, like, someone would ask me a question, and I would answer them. Like, they'd say, like, they were like, oh, hey, like, what happened? What happened the other day? Like, I heard that you, like, got an A on your quiz. Like, how was it? They would ask me questions, and this person would start to fill in the blanks for my stories, pretending they were there, and just completely, like, misinform the entire thing. And again, very much was still people pleaser. Did not have the heart to be like, you, you weren't there. Um, but this went on for years, and it got to the point where I just felt like, what am I doing? Because why are you inserting yourself in a situation that you weren't already in? And it's totally okay to not be in and just appreciate the story for what it was, but to try to act like we're better friends than we are when it looks good. I just don't get that. And I, I can't hang. I can't hang with that because it's like my friends are my friends. They know where they stand. I know where I stand with them. There's no need to have a competition with other people. My friendship is not in jeopardy because my friends have other friends. Your friends can have other friends. Like, it does not put you at risk of not being friends with said person. So, like, let them be their own person and let them have friends that are good for them. If they're not, if they don't have good friends that are good for them, like, maybe, you know, defend them. But don't insert yourself into a situation that was not called for you now i want to get onto the topic of like things you can do after you break up with a friend so my first thing is finding support and that's you know you're gonna need a support system there for you because this might still hurt so you could go to your other friends go to family um and you could go to therapy is a good one and just like talk about that and Really unpack it if you want to. That's a good way. Journaling is a good way to work through your emotions. I'm a big advocate for journaling. Always have been. I think that's like what has helped me a lot is like getting my feelings out. Just because I try not to talk about my issues or problems that I'm facing with people. Just because I don't want to feel like... I'm unloading on people and I'm burdening them with my problems, which is not how they perceive it. But I try not to. So I first resort to try to sort it out myself. And journaling is like a really great outlet to do that because you can, you feel like you're talking to somebody, but you're just getting your thoughts out on paper. And I feel like that's really beneficial when you're dealing with a situation like that because it helps you understand how you feel. Therefore, if you need advice on how to handle it, you can then ask somebody. Like, hey, this is this is how I feel, and this is, like, why I feel that way. Like, you have a better understanding of your own emotions when you just, like, put pen to paper and, like, write it out, which that's a really helpful one. I wouldn't have thought of that. <laughs> My next one is understanding that this is normal. Like, there's not gonna, like, none of your friends are gonna, like, last, not none of them, but, like, not every single one of your friends is going to last forever. And it all has to come to an end at some point. You're gonna die. A little morbid, but okay. Um, I think it's really good to prioritize yourself. Having a friendship breakup, whether you're the one to end the friendship or you have the friendship end for you, whether it was good or bad, can be very taxing and it can be really hard on you mentally. And it's really good to dive into things that fill your cup up, whether that is exercise or spending time with your loved ones it could be getting into a new hobby it could be pouring yourself into your work a little bit more doing something for you 
that matters to you, something that is beneficial to you. Like for me, if I, whenever I was like dealing with things like where a friendship had ended or something like that had happened, like I would just pour into my passions a lot. Like, oh, I poured into cheer a lot more or I did pour into journaling. I would pour into my exercise, pouring into spending time with like my family, just things that like mattered, things that like I knew were priorities and things that brought me joy and that is what I think is very important because it's a it's a good way to like cope with a loss because it is a loss that you have felt whether that it was like for a good reason or like it was a negative thing that happened it's all something that you're grieving and you deserve to feel your emotions and like let yourself grieve however that looks like in a way that is healthy and beneficial and makes you feel like yourself again. Another thing is just like ensuring you're in the right mindset and like headspace. That's a big thing too. Like don't break up with a friend if you're like not in the right headspace, especially if you're kind of debating it. Like if you're like teetering on it, like you may just impulsively do it and then like regret it and just make sure, like, this is something, like, you are absolutely positive, like, you need to do before you do that, because you could really burn yourself that way. Another thing I would say is, like, plan what you're going to say more on, like, um using, like, I words, like, I phrases, like, I really feel this way, versus doing, like, oh, you do this, this, and this, like, just fully putting the blame on them and feeling like you're attacking them, that can be really bad. Or you could do the fade out slowly method. That is what I personally like to do, especially when it comes to crazy bitches. Sorry, I really like, I just, that's a mean word, but some people deserve to be called that, truly. Truly. Um, And then also talking in like a public space. So like stuff doesn't happen. Like a coffee shop or just somewhere where if, someone's gonna go crazy like there's people that are gonna be there to witness it you know that's something that I can agree with too just in the sense of like I I actually had some like a friend make this comment to me a few weeks ago um he said like that he had admired that when I talk about stuff I always use like oh I feel this way like I feel this like not oh I know this or like oh this is how like you are or whatever it may be like whenever I talk about something I always start with like I feel insert the rest here and that is a really important thing to like be in the habit of because it does save a lot of potential hurt it also just helps there's not like blame shifting and you're not taking away from how somebody else feels and I have like a really big deal about the whole concept of like you can't like you can't tell somebody how you made them feel like if you hurt somebody's feelings that could be not what you intended to happen but like that doesn't take away how you made them feel so you can't say I'm sorry if I hurt you I'm sorry that you took it that way. Instead, it's like, I'm really sorry what I did caused you to feel this, this, and this. That by no means was my intentions, but I do take accountability for the way I made you feel. Like, that is something that, like, I have really made sure I always use and it shows a lot of accountability when you're speaking to people, whether you're ending something or you are trying to salvage something. It's important to show that you take ownership for your end in it, but also that like you understand how they feel and how it can affect them. You have to be empathetic. Even if it's like a nasty ending, like you should end it with as much grace as possible in my opinion, unless you are facing it out. But if you want to have a conversation with as much grace as you possibly can. Another thing you can do is like sending a thoughtful message. As horrible as that sounds, like checking in on them because at the end of the day, like they were your friend at one point. Just like, 
how are you holding up? Is there anything I can do for you? This kind of stuff. Um, especially if it's ending on good reasons, you know what I mean? Like no hard feelings type of terms. Um, another thing, don't look at their social media. You're going to get sad. Don't do that. And if you are nice enough, like, and you're open to it, like you can give them a second chance. But if you're already ending the friendship, I think there's a reason why. Um, unless you're just unreasonable. So let's not do that. But definitely don't look at their social media. And remember that just because it ended doesn't mean it was like worthless. I feel like the friendships I've been in that I've had to end literally like happened for a reason and taught me so much like the red flags to look out for in the future. Um, and then also just letting yourself heal. Because I mean, like Lily said earlier, like it's the Roman Empire. It's like our Roman Empire. So like clearly we're still, you know, we still think about it. We still reminisce on it. But at the end of the day, we're like, we're glad it's over. Thank you everyone for listening. If you would like to keep up with us, we have some social media. It is at Grow Your Own Way Podcast on Instagram as well as on TikTok. Um, we would really appreciate if you left our podcast a rating and review. Definitely helps us to push our content out to other people as well as just hear your feedback on what we can improve on and what you like and what you don't like. This was a loaded episode, but we hope you guys enjoyed it and we will see you on the next one. Bye.